old shark bone swimming in here on 316 day. Everyone, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Smash This Podcast. J-Bone here. Oh, man, what a crazy show. I tell you, this, this whole tag team division on this brand, AEW, has completely just been flipped on its head over the course of the last several weeks. But we will break it all down tonight. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, bad guy for life. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Uh, I, I didn't do a tribute on here. We did a tribute over on TNI. So please, uh, in your spare time, uh, go check out our tribute to the bad guy, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. Um, <clears throat> we, we had a great uh, group with us. Trent was on there. Uh, Bill, Mark was there. And um, so, yeah. Bell's boy with the Spanish uh, in the uh, chat here. Um, I, my my Spanish is real rusty, Bell's boy. Uh, you're going to have to flip that around. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. It's in honor of Thunder Rosa. All right. But before we uh, dive into tonight's uh, AEW, Uh, on 316 day. Oh, oh, I just, I just happened to see, oh, this is, this is a hell of a visual. I'm going to share this. I can share this. It's not a video. It's just a picture. So give me just a second here. A little share screener, Rooney. <laughs> Look at this. And do. AEW Women's World Champion. This is off of AEW's Twitter. Look at this visual. This is this is beautiful. This is this is great. Look, and I and and no knock to um, no knock to uh, Britt Baker. And I've I've put her over plenty over the course of the last. Uh, you know, few years w watching the rise of Britt Baker through her injuries become, you know, really turning into one of the best heels on the brand. Really something to, really something to witness. And uh, she has had a la uh, uh, she has had a tremendous title reign, and has become one of my favorite women wrestlers to watch, on you know, on on this brand. And um, hey, and it's just it's great to see her win it in in her hometown. How many times have we seen a favorite wrestler? 
get something special in their hometown and lose. You know, it's, oh, I can't tell you how many times we've seen that and been upset by that. And um, take a, <laughs> Bill in the chat, take a picture. It'll last longer. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So let's let's uh, let's get into some J Bones news here. Uh, I obviously, you know, rest in peace, Scott Hall. That was a tough one the other day. Still, still tough. You know, I still see people sharing stuff and talking about it. That one. That one's going to sting for quite a while because that was someone that I loved. And if you didn't watch a tribute, I'll talk about him for a minute. Um, when I started watching wrestling, look, and I, I've been watching wrestling since I was a, a wee little bone, you know, uh, you know, came up in the Hogan era, hating Piper, um, Hating the Heart Foundation, loving the the Killer Bees, um, the uh, the British Bulldogs, you know all those guys, you know, uh, Bundy, one of the most feared. And then I got away from wrestling um, early '90s, you know, getting into high school years, and. I just, my focus was more on heavy metal and chicks and stuff like that. So I, when I got back into wrestling, thanks to a buddy of mine at work, when I was working at a newspaper back, oh man, it's hard to believe this was over 20 years ago. And, uh, cause I had the same look, you know, obviously a little, you know, a little less gray, you know, back then. But I had the mustache goatee going on, and uh, he kept telling me how much I reminded him of, like, you know, Goldberg and Stone Cold, you know, and uh, how appropriate for 316, right? Uh, <laughs> and he was telling me about the Monday Night Wars, and I told him how much I loved wrestling back when I was young, and I just kind of got away from it. He goes, man, it's really getting good again. And he told me about all the guys on WCW, like Luger and Sting and Four Horsemen and Piper and and all those guys. And uh, and I was like, oh man, yeah, I'll have to check that out. And he was to started telling me about the NWO and how Hogan turned heel. And I was like, Hogan's a bad guy. That's crazy. So I started watching, and man, I just was just glued to the NWO like anybody else at that time. I could give a rat's ass what was going on in the WWF at the time. And um, watching the Outsiders, Outsiders quickly became one of my new favorite tag teams. Those guys just, man, there was just something so cool about Kevin Nash and Scott Hall out there. Um just amazing stuff. So I, I missed like the whole Razor Ramon era and I see footage now and I'm like, damn, that was really cool. I love his, his character work is just was amazing. You know, uh, thanks for the bits punk. Thank you. Much love, man. Much love. If you care to do so like punk, you can share bits. You can sub, you can gift subs. You can do all that stuff on YouTube. You can, uh, 
do the old super chat or super sticker, all that stuff. But by all means, smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Oh, real quick, link down in the chat for the merch store for Smash This Podcast tomorrow, starting tomorrow, not today, tomorrow on the 17th through the 22nd, free shipping. Not a bad deal, folks. Go get yourself some STP merch to help support the brand. Fanny packs, caps, uh, mugs, cups, uh, you, you name it. It's on there. So much merch. It's amazing what they all put out for their their stuff. Um, all right. Back to Scott Hall. So I, I love Scott Hall. Um, I'm going to miss him. He had so many ups and downs, and it was great to see him really come back and make his fans proud of him again over the course of the last decade, you know, um, just getting in better shape, everything. And, um, yeah, I think he fell off the wagon a couple times, but, um, damn, he was just one of my favorites. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Keith. Much love, brother. Much love. Um, Say, so yeah, rest in peace, Scott. The Outsiders. Ah, oh, man, it's it's hard to think that the Outsiders aren't going to be anywhere anymore, you know. And it'll only be Big Kev, and I know he's hurting right now. So, go send Big Kev some some love, you know. All right. Um, what else is out there? Okay, so this got released. We'll do a little another share screen of Rooney here. Uh, this came out from Impact Wrestling earlier today. An update on some stuff that's going down this weekend in Philly. I know Bill's going to be front row for that. So South Philly Showdown, Impact Wrestling. Friday, March 18th, just days away. Um, Bullet Club versus Motor City Machine Guns. Bullet Club consisting of uh, uh, Jay White and uh, Chris Bay versus Chris Saban. And uh, the the returning um, Alex Shelley. So... Um, I, I think they're facing off tomorrow too on TV. So, uh, so this is another one. So I'm not sure if they're doing a series or what, but I'm not complaining. This, this is just amazing. We're also getting, uh, Tasha Steeles versus, uh, Mickey James in a knockouts world title street fight. Uh, Southtown Philly street fight. How amazing is that? So, um, hey, you know, gotta sell those tickets in Philly and get that, uh, get those butts in the seats. Can't wait to see that. Bell's boy coming in strong with the five dollars tip. Thank you, Thunder Rosa 316. Hell yeah, in her hometown. Can't beat that, brother, right? Thank you, Bell's boy. Much love. 
Bill says he's heading down to the arena tomorrow to pick up his tickets. Good luck, man. I hope there's like some left because, man, with this card that they're drawing, I'm sure they're going to sell quick. So, hell yeah, go get them. Oh, here we go. Anna says, I'll be in Philly too. Front row, first night. Second row, second night. So, Anna, go get yourself a pick with the front row bill. Anyone else going to the uh, Philly show? Courtney, I know you're you're out that way. Are you going to the show? You're some you're somewhere on the East Coast. I don't remember where you're at, but anyways, yeah. Anybody on the East Coast, man, go go see this show. Um, what else? I was going to talk about something else I saw in the news. Something I forget. Oh, I'm just quick looking at news here. This is uh this is interesting. Another Bret Hart tease dropped on AEW Dynamite. Well, that's interesting. I didn't man, if they if they dropped one, I didn't hear it. So here I'm just reading this off of ringsidenews.com. Brett is adored and respected by millions around the world. Wrestlers like FTR and CM Punk have gone on record saying that they love the best there is, the best there was, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Legendary Heart could be AEW bound. The company teased the arrival of the excellence of execution on tonight's episode of dynamite the hint was dropped during a backstage segment between ftr and bucks matt and nick jackson confronted daxon uh cash matt mocked ftr for firing tully blanchard he said you can hire the best manager there is but that won't make a difference. Obviously, the hitman was the best there is. Huh. Uh, and Bret Hart's make made an appearance before on AEW, and I think that was his last one. Maybe. Maybe. I don't I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys want to see Bret Hart in AEW? That would be quite the uh astounding. Quite the astounding hire. I know some people don't like, but um, all right. Here's some news. Joey Janela, per uh, an interview with uh, oh gosh, I can't think of her name. Uh, I saw it on my YouTube feed earlier, said uh, he's not re-signing with AEW. So 
you know, and he's pretty popular. You know, he's got his he's got some weight in a G, uh, GCW. So who knows? Who knows uh, where he'll show up next? I've heard some some Impact fans. You know, some are for him, some are against him. I I dig him. You know, he's he's had kind of a rough rough go at it. You know, he's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys, number one, are you a fan of him? And two, where do you want to see him show up? You know? All right. Just catching up on the chat here. All right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for news. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Oh, so, all right. So, we've talked a little bit about this before. Uh, the um, the Briscoes, apparently not heading to AEW. And who knows, they might even be leaving uh, the uh, Ring of Honor tag team titles behind soon. <laughs> For past, uh, and we talked a little bit about this the other night on the, uh, was it family dinner, I believe it was. We were talking about this Sunday night. And, um, and, and I, you know, I, I get a bit of a different audience here than over on TNI. So let me ask you guys, uh, what do you think about the Briscoes, you know, and the stuff that was said? like a decade ago. Um, apparently now Jay Briscoe has apologized once again for the remarks that he made, uh, you know, like a almost a decade ago. So here, I'll quick read this. It says, I want to say thank you to the people who, who really know we get labeled as homophobes. I put out a stupid tweet nine years ago, the most dumbest, immature, obnoxious shit I've ever done. I don't want anybody from any walk of life to feel like they can't care for the Briscoes because I promise we love everybody. We love everybody. We just want to go out there and be pro wrestlers and give the best match that we can. I said some dumb shit a long time ago. I apologize for it and I'll apologize for it again. It was stupid. I feel like now there are people who look at us like we can't cheer for them because they hate a certain group of people. We don't hate nobody. We hate, we, excuse me, we love everybody. We love everybody. We're just some country boys. I thought I was taking a stand for the Lord back in the day. All right. So, So 
So there he is. Some uh, some words from uh, Jay Briscoe representing, you know, the Briscoes again. And um, apologizing for past indiscretions, as it says here. So, uh, you know, they may not get hired at AEW because some people in the company through either AEW and or Turner just don't like the Briscoes for the past stuff. So if you if you take their apology as being sincere, it's like, well, you know, how many times are you supposed to apologize for stuff? You know? We saw we saw stuff like Sammy Guevara say some dumb stuff, you know, a handful of years ago, way before AEW as a teenager, uh, getting into the wrestling business. And he um, said some stuff, you know, and uh, he, he went through some uh, some some stuff through the company. He was suspended for a while and he came back. So if they could do stuff like that with people already on the roster, then then there's some kind of double standard there. And, and that's my professional podcasting opinion. But the Briscoes are great. Look, no matter where they land, they're going to they're gonna shine, you know. Um, so, so where do you want to see them land? Do you want to see them go to a place like impact wrestling? Do you want to see them go to a place like, uh, like, uh, well, MLW needs all the help it can get. Um, I don't think Cork can afford the Briscoes, but, uh, <laughs> well, look, there's, there's plenty of options out there. I don't think they'll ever go, ever go up North. You know, um, cause they were just, you know, eth- what was it? Cosmetically unpleasing, unpleasing or whatever the hell they said, you know, almost, almost a decade ago during their tryout. So, um, so yeah, who knows, who knows, but, uh, nonetheless, we got, uh, we got them coming in, uh, wrestling the, um, uh, multiverse of matches versus Gallows and Anderson. Can't wait. Um, seeing some positive things for uh, Briscoes coming to uh, Impact Wrestling. I, I think they'd fit right in. Impact Wrestling has always been about just um, having a tremendous tag team division. And it's already good, but you can make it better. You can certainly make it better. Um, so, uh, oh, one last thing. One last thing. Quick heading over to Facebook for this, and I'll do a little share screen of Rooney here. Where is the notification? There it is. There it is. This came out just 
uh, about an hour ago. So let me share this with you guys. Oops, wrong button. Damn. We're not inviting people. Uh, <laughs> share screen. Facebook. If anybody is in the area, oh my goodness. This show just got amped up. So I've mentioned this before that the Hardy Boys are doing their, their tour. They're hitting all the big indie shows. So GLCW, Great Lakes Championship Wrestling, a big-time wrestling present, Waukesha County Expo Center, Waukesha, Wisconsin, 10 whole minutes from here. Teaming it again after more than three years, Hardy Boys versus oh, one of my favorite tag teams from the WWE. The Ascension, Connor and Victor. Oh, my God. Can't technically call them the Ascension now. They're the Awakening. But, you know, wrestling fans will mostly, most likely recognize them as that. This show is also going to feature Jay Lethal, Chris Masters, Davey Richards, and, damn, Ron Simmons, oh my God, plus the BTW Divas, BTW Champion Richard Holiday. Oh, I like Richard Holiday. Dream Crusher, Danny Miles, and more. Not sure who the BTW Divas are, but hey, nonetheless, this card is getting stacked. Um, man, I, I can't afford the uh. <laughs> the meet and greets that the Hardy Boys are doing. But let me tell you, the show itself looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. I could maybe afford the Ascension if they're doing a meet and greet. That'd be cool. All right. So just wanted to quick throw that one in there. Let you folks know that if you are in the area and you want to see a unique match of the Briscoes with another team formerly of the WWE. Go check that out. Um, <laughs> ain't this the truth? Uh, <laughs> Keith says, damn, WrestleCon's going to be better than WrestleMania. There are some serious dream matches happening in a matter of two weeks, folks. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for that. Can't wait for that. Um, so, because it's 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 more based on wrestling, not sports entertainment. But speaking of sports entertainment, oh my God, we'll get to the words of Chris Jericho in a bit. All right, we're almost a half an hour into this. I suppose I should get to the review, shouldn't I? All right, let's do this. AEW Dynamite, St. Patrick's Day Slam. One day less than a year ago. Almost exactly a year ago to the day. Or was it two years ago? No, it was last year. That uh, Thunder Rosa faced um, Britt Baker. And they had that amazing main event match. Well, they had the main event again. Tonight. In a steel cage match. Now, 
I want to talk about this for a minute and we'll rewind and talk about the rest of the show. My only, um, <laughs> laughing at the chat. Um, you're right, Keith. You're right. <laughs> um, my only criticism of the main event is I wish it was a little longer. It, it felt a little rushed, especially like the last minute. Um, Aubrey was really trying to get the girls, um, you know, get them going and have them, you know, wrap it up. And, um, but uh, it, it was good. It was good for what it was worth. It was good, and and they don't do a lot of cage matches in AEW. I can't remember the last time they had one. Oh no, wait! I take that back. I just remembered. It's it was the tag team match for the tag titles between oh what the hell is it uh, Young Bucks and Lucha Bros? Is that what it was? Something like that. I think. And uh, it, one thing I like about their cage is it's bigger than the ring. It almost feels big, like it's not quite as big, big as like Hell in a Cell, but it's comparable because you got some room, you know, on um, on the outside of the ring to walk around, you know, go down, get chairs and stuff so i like that i like that the cage is significantly bigger it's not just exactly the size of the ring so um but yeah that i, I loved it they got a little blood they got a little color in there they got the tax they used about a dozen chairs that that chair spot where they, <laughs> they assembled all the chairs in that perfect piling thing and then Britt baker Hit the hit the top of it and literally bounced off, and then the whole thing just kind of collapsed, and she like slid down, and and she couldn't have landed more perfectly. Honestly, I think that that's the luck of the collapse of the chairs is what saved her. Otherwise, damn, I mean, <laughs> it was just it was uh that was crazy. Uh, love the entrance for Thunder Rosa, mariachi band, and then, you know, her her music kicks in, and I love her. I love her, um, her entrance. It reminds me of almost like listening to, like, classic uh, Soulfly, if you know that heavy metal band. Uh, you know, similar to, like, a, you know, Sepultura almost, but it's got that it's it's got an an ethnic authentic heavy metal like mexican sound to it so very cool um but yeah that was fun her her makeup was great usually it's just one side tonight it was like all oh, like her whole face was painted it looked great um but i felt brit did good too um, like I said, uh, props to her for being a damn good champ all this time. And, um, it just, uh, yeah, 
Anna here saying, I could tell from the entrance she would win. She entered like a champ. Yeah, it was it was her night. It, her hometown, it just it just felt like it, you know? Just felt right. Um, so all right, so let's rewind back to the beginning of this now. All right, so season four, episode this one goes to eleven. Episode eleven, St. Patrick's Day Slam starts out hot. Trios match here. Uh Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Champ Adam Page versus Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> and the uh, Red Dragon. Um Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Man, some of the spots in this match were just amazing. To talk about talk about starting out hot. Uh the the trip the triple uh senton or whatever, uh where everybody flipped backwards onto an opponent. That looked amazing. I was like, what the hell are they doing? And oh man, as soon as they did it, it just looked so cool. Um, the uh, Jungle Boy spot where he did the springboard clothesline onto uh, both guys. The the double, um, oh, what the hell was that? The, the Road Warriors finish. Only it was a double. It was, man, that was one of the best moves of the whole thing. Um so many great spots from this, but Adam Cole and his boys came off with a win. Now it's interesting because Adam Cole pinned Adam page. So, and here I thought maybe if Bobby fish or Kyle O'Reilly pinned either jungle boy or, luchasaurus then we'd get like a tag team title match coming up soon in the next say few weeks because we gotta you know we got a long ways for the next uh pay-per-view that's coming up in what may something thank you keith doomsday device i knew it was like doom something thank you you know the brain can only hold so many names of wrestling moves right <laughs> Punk says Adam Cole's finisher is wicked. Yes. Yeah, it is. Adam Cole's damn good. So we'll see what, you know, this isn't over between Adam Cole and Adam Page. So something's something's going to happen here. I don't know when, you know, if they're going to build this all the way up to the pay-per-view. I feel like, I feel like it's got to happen sooner than that, right? I think. We'll see. Tony Schiavone in the back with Keith Lee and Hobbs and Starks were there. And Stark's just giving it to Keith Lee, saying, you're not going to take over my spot on Friday nights. Now, Keith Lee is fighting someone else. He's fighting um, wrestling, whatever. On uh, Friday night, it's I think it's Max Caster. Or is it Bowen? I think it's Max Caster. So I'm uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, Chris, now this is interesting. Let me know what you think of this. This was a really quick promo, showed different spots of Chris Statlander doing her moves in a ring and stuff. And um, then all of a sudden they do a close-up of her face. 
and she's like wiping off the makeup. So she's looks like she's like stopping the gimmick. So what's what's next? Like she didn't come out with the um best friends either. She always comes out with them. So something's going on with her. Something's changing. Now I did read something a few weeks ago, a week ago, something. Something about her um stopping the um stopping her gimmick. Uh but I didn't hear why. So um I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe they suggested she change it up or something because it maybe it's not getting over, or maybe they got a different plan for her. Maybe she's gonna turn heel. I don't know. What do you think's next for Chris Statlander? I mean, I feel like she's very talented. I feel like her comeback has been, you know, a, a mixed mixed road. She's had some high, some highs, some lows. But um, you know, if you're still attached to the best friends, that's not a bad thing. But she didn't come out with them, so yeah, giving up the alien gimmick, as Anna says. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Exactly, Zach. A change of some kind. Maybe she'll start wearing an ET head instead. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. All right. Um, next. This show is loaded. Love this episode. Mox and Brian Danielson. Uh, Willem Regal on commentary. And, uh, yeah, speaking of the... Um, Best friends, we had uh, Wheeler Yuta out there with sexy Chucky T, Chuck Taylor. Uh, I'll always call him that. I don't care what. I just, I've been calling him that for years. Because I heard, of, heard them call him that just a long time ago when I was like getting to know him on Flow Slam during Evolve shows. Someone called him that and it just stuck. And I'm like, oh, my God, sexy Chucky T. That's just amazing. Uh they're out there with Danhausen throwing curses at everyone. Orange Cassidy, Armin is slaying. He's going to be out for quite a while, but um, hopefully his his thumbs up thumb still works. And of course Trent's out there too. Um, really good tag team match um, here. I nothing specifically to say other than. Uh, damn, Mox and and uh, Brian Danielson really work well together. I mean, I was a little um, I, I was a little concerned of where this was going. Like, I knew the match was going to be amazing at the pay per view. I had absolutely zero doubt about that. But then wondering if they were really going to pull the trigger and do the tag team thing. And then, of course, they put William Regal in the mix. And I'm like, oh, my God. This just, <laughs> this one goes to 11. It's just, <laughs> um, just, I mean, yeah, they're two very different beasts. But together, they're such a Force. Oh my God. Um, like who's gonna beat him? 
Like they, I, I can't even imagine that they're that they wouldn't go for the um, the tag team titles at some point in the next couple months because they're they're just gonna run through everyone. I mean, because if they're not, I I don't know why you wouldn't put them together. You know, I mean that's just a, a fantasy if you ask me. Um, and then you got a guy like William Regal at their side. Uh, being a mentor, guiding him, steering him towards, you know, goals. Um, and then something very interesting happened at the end. Yuta, who I feel was absolutely amazing during this match. Yuta, and, and I've I've been a fan of his for years. Like, I've seen him all over the place. I think I saw him on some Evolved shows, maybe um, MLW. And um, he was called by a few different things, but it was always something Yuta, something. Um, a Yuta man or whatever, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he, um, tremendous talent. I mean, he really is. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering here what his fate is because i feel like his his time in this group is limited i always felt like that because trent always gave him um no respect like he always mocked him or teased him or or bullied him or something so i felt like this was going to go turn into like a trent versus yuda thing or something i don't know um, so he's leaving with the best friends at the end, stops at the bottom of the ramp, turns around, goes in at, a, at this time, William Regal's already come down to the ring to talk to his boys, you know, congratulate him on a great win. And plus, it's just great to see him with them. You know, it was great to hear him on commentary, but for the fans there, you want to see William Regal in the ring with them. Yuda stops, turns around. He's looking at the ring, looking at Mox, you know, Danielson and, and Regal. And he goes down there, gets in the ring, walks up to Regal. Regal turns around. Yuda goes to shake his hand. I don't know if he's just like introducing himself or, you know, because they talked about here and there talked about, you know, training others, bringing others into the fold. So, Yuda offering his services like, hey, I'm here, teach me. You know, I'm not sure if that's where this is going. But Regal just slapped the piss out of him. Oh, my God. Like, the bitch slapped from hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Yuda got back in his face, just snarling. And uh, Regal's like, and as soon as he did that, Brian Danielson and Mox were on either side of, of Regal, like, really, really? You better take it down a notch. And, uh, you know, you better, you, you might want to think about, uh, you know, walking away right now. Just walk away. So uh, Yuta 
gets out of the ring. You know, they didn't beat him down or nothing. They're just kind of stared him down. He leaves and he's, you know, making sure his jaw is still intact. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what this means. If, if this is, uh, if they're going to start picking people out of different groups and, you know, forming some kind of new stable, I don't know what you even call this group. I'm seriously don't even know. Um, <laughs> the William Regal Appreciation Society. <laughs> it's just to rip off Jericho. Um, oh, Anna's not a fan of Regal on commentary here. Okay, gotcha. Hey, the match is okay. If anything, turn the volume down. Because the match is really good. You don't want to miss the match. Just turn the volume down. Courtney says, yes, bring in, bring in Yuta. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, tremendous tag team match. Next, we got the FTR and the Young Bucks. And uh, Young Bucks kind of making fun of FTR, saying that they'll never be the best like the Young Bucks are. So, you know, throwing little jabs at each other. No more Tully Blanchard. Very interesting. I don't know if he's if his contract is just up or what's going on. You know, FTR isn't really associating themselves with uh, MJF anymore, it looks like. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the acclaimed backstage, Hobbs and Starks, um, Starks telling, uh, the acclaimed it's their time to take out Keith Lee and then Swerve steps in and then there was a lot of talk back and forth and I missed some of this, but you know, obviously it was to pop the crowd for whose house? Swerve's house. So. It looks like um, a lot of these guys are going to have matches on uh, on Friday nights. So, hey, you know, you got to – that's what you do. You draw them in. Do a little promotion on Wednesday. Watch them on Friday. It's not a bad deal. Jericho Appreciation Society time. I actually like this segment. Number one, number one, I don't know what Chris Jericho is doing. But he looks like he's dropped between 20 to 30 pounds of fat. He looks amazing. He looks like he also looks like he shed 20 years of life. I mean, his his goatee is a little, you know, a little gray, a little salt and pepper still. But damn. Jericho looks like he did. 20 years ago. It's unbelievable. So whatever he's doing, I need to find out what it is because I got about 50 pounds, 50 plus pounds. I need to uh, shed and quick. <laughs> yes, folks, I'm back on a diet. I was really letting myself go for a while while I was sick. I was just kind of like eating everything in sight. Um, 
So yeah, J Bones on the weight loss track again. Um, I love this though. I absolutely love this. 2.0. And he he gave he gave some people some new names. He was giving the guys from 2.0 some new names. I didn't write it down because it all happened so fast. Uh so if anybody got it, let me know what he said because I don't even remember. But uh 2.0 saying how much they appreciate Jericho. Uh, Jericho out there, and then he gets through his promo and rounds it up with, I am a sports entertainer, which just erupted an absolute sea of booze from the crowd because it's obviously a reference to the enemy, WWE, which is you know what Vince calls sports entertainment. Anna says he's found the fountain of youth. Hell yeah, he did. I need to drink some of that too. He uh, he obviously stopped drinking from the fountain of Grey Goose. <laughs> Something I don't know if he quit drinking or what. But um, and Garcia gets on the mic and he's like, "Well then, if Chris Jericho is a sports entertainer, then I am too." Daniel Garcia is a sports entertainer. The crowd is just losing it. Um, Hagar even uh, got on the mic for a little bit. And he's, what did he say? He said, says, we beat up pro wrestlers. So they're all sports entertainers beating up pro wrestlers. So, um yeah, that's a quick way to turn yourself heel, especially in a company like AEW that prides itself in pro wrestling. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anna says, stopped the bubbly. Yeah, I yeah definitely cut out the bubbly. You know, you don't you don't think about how many calories alcohol has. It totally does. It's all carbs, folks. It's all carbs. Um, so, but yeah, fun segment. Cause, cause at first I'm like Jericho appreciation society. What the, what in the blue hell is that? You know, but you know, seeing these guys together, it's a brand new stable and it's, it's props to Jericho, honestly. Um, but in, Keeping Jake Hagar with him, honestly, probably was the best move. I don't know what else you'd do with him then. Um, <laughs> Zach dropped a bubbly and pick up a couple 40s. No, no, that's not. That's a couple beers here and there, but no, no, that's no, that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of beer. <laughs> um. Keith says sports entertainment is a bad word. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a new stable. It's it also shows the unselfishness of a guy like Chris Jericho to work with the next bunch of new crop of um, of guys coming in to help put them over. You know. Because Daniel Garcia is one to watch 
I've learned that very quickly over the last year. 2.0, I became fans of them pretty quick. Um, had no clue. Like, other than I knew they, they came from NXT. Apparently, they've been tagging together for many, many years. They're no spring chickens, apparently. They've been around for a long time. Um, and yeah, they got their own YouTube channel too. They, they do little, uh, little vlogs here and there. And I love their, uh, I, I love their charisma. The charisma is something They're good on the mic. Really good. Um, no Keith, no wild Turkey for me. No, it's, Oh God. I had one bad experience with wild Turkey eons ago never again just no no thank you um so yeah can't wait to see what's next for the uh jericho appreciation society the sports entertainers <laughs> serena deeb promo great promo from serena deeb it's i really like this some people are probably sick of it but i'm not because i feel like it's uh it's it's working it's working um Serena Deeb talking about how she's going to take out Hikaru Shida. So this is still going. I mean, they're going to have some kind of big, big match coming up here. I like it. I like it. They're, they're getting better with their women's division. They really are. It's, it's, um, they got a bunch of little feuds going on now. If you notice, if you start paying, really paying attention, they're kind of like sprinkled all over the place. But uh, Sarita Deep's great. TNT title time. Oh, man. I was so excited for this. I'm like, oh, this is Wardlow's night. Two of my favorites in this company are going to become champs, Thunder Rosa and Wardlow. Wardlow's rise to the top here. Here we go. Um, Wasn't to be, sadly. Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Uh, Scorpio Sky, of course, flanked by Dan Lambert, America's top team, Paige Van Zant, and uh, Mr. Paige Van Zant. I have no clue who this jabroni is. Uh, apparently, they're married and he's also a fighter. But, anyways, um, fun match between these two. I, I liked it. Good back and forth. But then. Sean Spears comes down, and as soon as he's made his presence known, Wardlow's on the outside of the ring at this time. And then from here, it was just a downward spiral. MJF shows up, throws Wardlow into the ring post. Then he gets back in the ring, and it was all downhill from there. All downhill. And then, um, you know, Scorpio Sky retains successfully, which honestly, like I like Scorpio Sky. And yeah, I know we're supposed to boo him because he's a big heel, but he um he's damn talented, you know. From I I loved him in the SCU. But I, you know, obviously that's not around anymore. Everyone went their separate ways. Everyone's doing their own thing. Um, 
So Scorpio Sky finally getting like another, you know, title under, you know, in his hands. Uh, congrats to him. Congrats to him. And and I was I love Wardlow and I wanted him to win, but I also didn't want to see Scorpio lose the title after a week. You know, that would have been really, really bad for him. Um, I mean, sometimes that's what you just got to do in the biz. And honestly, I expected that's what was going to happen. You know, Wardlow gets the shot, you know, they, they take it off of Scorpio and, uh, but no, Scorpio kept it. So I'm, I'm hoping Scorpio gets a decent rain out of it. And, um, obviously they got other plans for the rise Wardlow here, Wardlow's world, or whatever you said last week was a little, little goofy, but it's, it's fun. Um, he, he'll get there, folks. He'll get there. Uh, <laughs> hell, they even made a t shirt out of it. What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, so MJF and Wardlow, you know. That's that's the real meat and potatoes of this right now. That's where this is going. Um, someone, I, I was looking at social media real quick as I was uh, promoting the show for the night. And I saw that, what did I see? Oh, I saw that Brian Cage was trending. And I was like, uh-oh, what happened with Brian Cage? And I saw a couple posts. I didn't, like, go down the whole thing. But I was like, I said, what's up with Brian Cage? Someone said, um, like, there's a rumble of Brian Cage is going to screw. Uh, Brian Cage is going to side with MJF. And he's going to screw him out of the title tonight. And I was like, so Brian Cage would be the new muscle for MJF. Huh. Huh. I'm like, okay, that's, it's not a horrible idea. Cause right now Brian Cage is just eating bologna sandwiches and catering. He's, you know, he hasn't been around at all. Like, I don't, I don't know if he's just injured or, or what's going on with him. Let me know what you think of this concept. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not trying to like, oh, this is news. This is what they're doing. This, no, 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 no. Someone had an idea on the Twitter box and I'm just, I found it was interesting, so I'm just throwing it out to you guys. What do you guys think of that? Do you, would you like to see a guy like Brian Cage get put with MJF as his new muscle, and that you know, as this whole thing between Wardlow and MJF uh, takes off now? Um, I'm loving the feud, though. You you knew it was going to happen, but. Um, you could probably say it was a little predictable because because no one said nothing about anyone over the course of the last, you know, since the pay-per-view. MJF's been quiet. So, boom, this is the opportune time to hit, to make a statement. So, yeah, so Scorpio Sky retains. Um, 
We'll see what's next for Wardlow and MJF and and who is going to be next for Scorpio Sky in the TNT title run. Private Party, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy um, versus the Hardys. So they're not the Hardy boys. So I'm not sure if, you know, WWE still has the rights to the name, the Hardy boys. So they'll call themselves the Hardys on AEW. That's my guess, you know? Um, so, you know, just changing it up, still the same, but different. Um, but it's, you know, it's also, they're not boys anymore. They started tagging like 25 years ago or whatever it is. They're not boys anymore, you know? Um, it's kind of like new kids on the block. You know, it's, <laughs> you're not kids anymore. So it's, uh, it makes sense. Just call them the Hardys, you know, not boys. Not, you're not going to call them the, the Hardy men. <laughs> not going to, no, that's no. So, uh, Jeff and Matt together first time in like three years, whatever it is. Um, it's been a few years. And just great to see them together again. Man, can I talk about the crowd for a minute? The San Antonio was, number one, it was sold out. Number two, man, this crowd was hot. This crowd was hot all night. Just great. Um, I mean, even Rampage, which I'm assuming is filmed tonight, is going to sound amazing. You know, you got this sold out crowd. I don't know what the crowd was, what size arena this was, but damn. Great crowd, man. Great crowd. Um, fun tag team match. You know, you got to up still. I call them up and coming, you know, because they're still pretty young private party. <clears throat> but um, seeing them work with veterans, having a good match against uh, veterans like the Hardys, props to them. Props to him. I know. I hope. I hope that uh, Quinn and Cassidy are sticking around. I don't know how long they're going to be um, signed with AEW. I haven't heard any contract stuff, but I know we're getting to the point now where, over the course of 2022, you're going to start seeing contracts not getting re-signed, you know, throughout the year. And I, I hope that um, Private Party isn't one of those teams. But you, you can only feature so many tag teams. They got a lot of tag teams. So, uh, you know, guys like uh, the, the high, hybrid, um, oh, what the hell was they called? The Hydro? No, I don't know. Jack Evans and uh, and Helico, whatever they were called, um, you know they're probably going away. Sadly, you know they were one of my favorites when this company started. Um, oh, here we go, Bell's boy. Thank you. Says Freeman Coliseum seats eleven thousand uh, seven hundred for wrestling and boxing. J Bone. All right. So, uh, you know, between 11,000 and 12,000, hey, great crowd. 
that's that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a great crowd for the first time being in uh, this city in in Texas here. Um, you know they're going to be back here. In fact, they're going somewhere else. I mean, Texas is huge. But they're going to be um, in Texas like in a couple months. So they're coming back to Texas, but it's another city somewhere. They were advertising a bunch of new cities during the show tonight. And I, I kept watching. I keep hoping that Milwaukee's going to pop up again because, man, if they come back, I am going. I don't care if I got to, like, go hide in the corner of the arena. I am going. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, fun match between Private Party, Jeff Hart. Uh, wow. Between Private Party and the Hardys, it, it does, you got to get used to saying it because you're so used to saying the Hardy boys. Um, but nonetheless, fun match. Hardys win here. Uh, Swanton bomb in the pin from Jeff. And Andrade and his crew come out. And uh, they're severely outnumbered. They've got um, the Butcher and the Blade out there as well. And uh, surrounding the ring, and then Darby Allen and Sting come out to help uh, even the odds a little. So this this thing between Andrade's crew and uh, this beef with Matt is not done. So nice to see the alliance there between the Hardys and Darby Allen and Sting. But but where is this going? You know, obviously we gotta like have some kind of like big match payoff for this. So are are we gonna see Sting, Darby Allen, and the Hardys versus Private Party and the Butcher and the Blade? This Friday we're gonna see Darby Allen versus the Butcher. That should be interesting. Um, two very different sized guys. The Butcher's a monster, man. Um. But at least, hey, it sounds like he's going to be on TV more because his, his band, I heard, just broke up recently. So, I mean, that's a bummer, but we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, let me know in the chat what you guys want to see. Do you want to see, like, the Andrade versus Matt? Do you want to see, uh, you know, Jeff Hart? I mean, I think I think just for the sake of having a match, like a like a dream match or whatever you want to call it, I think, I think Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy are destined to at least have a one-on-one -on -one at some point for the sake of mutual respect. And I think fans just want to see it, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, by the way, I just ordered, um, cause if you notice, man, it's, it's difficult to find the new sting action figures. God knows I'm not going to find them around here. It's hard enough. Cause all you can find is like a, Kazarian or Hikaru Shida. I, I did find, let's see, where are they? I did find the new Young Bucks the other day. I did get those. Um, so uh, if you're looking for the new Sting action figure with the bat in the trench coat, it's a slick looking. I think it's one of the Luminary series. Shop AEW has them right now. In fact, they got a sale going on for 24 hours. 20% off. I don't know if that includes figs, but so shopaw.com's got some of the new figs. Um, so that is ordered. I will have a new Sting Action figure sooner, hopefully sooner rather than later. All right. Uh, next. 
by the way, did you see during the fan fest they released pictures and some video of all the new figures that are coming out? CM Punk and all the new ones, new Wardlow, Hobbs, a couple Taz figures in there, some Supreme line figures where they're like super mega deluxe. You're getting like two and a half figures in one package or something. I don't know. It's really interesting. Videos are out there. If you're a figure collector, you definitely want to check these out. Uh, quick segment then with Tony Schiavone and Red Velvet. Red Velvet's taking on legit Layla Hirsch, I believe, this Friday. Can't wait to see that. Uh, cage match time. Main event. Talked about it a little bit, but we'll talk about it again because it's it's just fun to talk about uh aew women's title on the line Britt baker defending against thunder rosa man this is just it was like i said if you came in late i said my only criticism of this match is it felt a little rushed felt a little rushed but that it, it was still fun. They got the tacks in. They got all the chair shots in. Uh, you even had a ref bump in there. <laughs> was it, Who's that? Turner. Turner went flying. Audrey Edwards. Um, uh, whatever her name. Came in. Audrey Hepburn. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> great. She, she's a great ref, though. She really has shined as a rough in this brand. Um, she's, <laughs> she's she's no posy. No, she's <laughs> but um but that Turner, holy cow, did he take a did he take a super kick or what? He was gone. Gone, gone, gone. Um even flew out of the ring and hit the cage um but yeah props to Britt baker being a great women's champ and her her rise as one of the best heels in the company has been a lot of fun a lot of fun um and man i'm so happy for thunder rosa you know i started being a fan of hers in five five plus whatever years ago lucha underground and her character work was tremendous. Um, and she's she's very passionate. Um, I happened to find a, uh, a quick interview with her earlier today. She was on uh, Busted Open Radio with uh, David LaGreca and Tommy Dreamer. And... Um, She's she's very emotional throughout the whole thing. She's uh you can tell she's a bundle of nerves. And she was even, you know, and you even saw it tonight when after she won, she was very emotional. Um she's um she's got a lot of passion. She's got a lot of passion and she's got a lot of pride. So um this was the biggest night in her um in her wrestling career. So, um, yeah, congrats, congrats to Thunder Rosa. So happy you've uh, become the new AEW <clears throat> Women's World Champ. I can't wait to see what's next for Britt Baker. 
Um, I feel like this one's going to be pretty cut and dry because this one's been like in the works slowly for like a year. People have been talking about this. Couldn't wait till it happened again. So this might be it. I, I can't imagine them dragging this out too much longer. I feel like there's going to be other stuff on the table for Britt Baker sooner rather than later. And I can't wait to see who, who or what's next for Thunder Rosa, you know? So, so, uh, but let me know what was your favorite part of the show tonight. This episode was just loaded with good matches, tremendous tag team action, um, fun stuff with Wardlow, uh, and Scorpio Sky, and uh, nice setup for Friday. So, um, yeah, oh, th this was just absolutely loaded. Great promo work with uh, Jericho Appreciation Society. All over the board, just had something for everyone. There plenty of women's stuff, too. Uh, promo work and just stuff, especially, hey, main event, can't top that. So, um, Hey, Fretz, what's up, man? Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be it for tonight. And uh, if you came in late, hit the rewind button. Go go watch it again. So, uh, but yeah, check out all the links in the description. Like I said, uh, this uh, tomorrow, starting on the, um, the 17th through the 22nd, free shipping. No shipping costs at all. And uh, so, yeah, go pick your up, go pick yourself up some STP merch, help support the brand. And uh, thanks for all the tips and bits tonight. Much love, everyone. Appreciate the, appreciate it a lot. And uh, especially uh, if anything on your way out of here, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. We'll see you tomorrow night over in that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans. You can catch it on live on YouTube, Twitch, and audio worldwide, baby. Um, loaded show for Impact. Can't wait for that. It's a great week for wrestling, folks. Hope you're watching it along with me. So live reaction tomorrow night and then the review following with the crew. So, um, yeah, Bill's probably not going to join me <laughs> unless it's like late or something, but it looks like he's rolling into town early. Um, oh, wait, it's in his town. Never mind. <laughs> I'm so used to him being on the road. <laughs> It's one of the few times he's probably going to be able to go to a show and then go home and go to bed, right? So, <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. But anyways, um, yeah, can't wait for that. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. Take care. Be safe. Hug your loved ones, folks. Good night.